0: Welcome to Nashville Restaurant Radio, the tastiest hour of talk in Music
1: City. Now here's your host, Brandon Still. Hello, Music City. Welcome to Nashville Restaurant Radio. My name is Brandon Still and I am your host I'll be joined with Jen Ichikawa here shortly as we sit down and talk with Crib and Jamie and Chark from Eastside Bowl. So these are three guys who have known each other a long time and are putting together something that's really, really cool in the east Side in the old Kmart in Madison. And um, they're going to have the Chark's Lane Side Grill, Lane Side Diner. They're going to have a bowling alley, they're going to have a music venue, they're going to have a lounge, they're going to have a vintage uh, arcade, so many fun things. We uh, enjoy getting caught up with all of those things. I am coming to you today live from sunny Texas. I am in Grapevine, Texas over here at the Gaylord Springs or the Gaylord Texan where we are going to be learning all I can possibly learn about technology in restaurants. I am at FS Tech, and I will be here through Tuesday. Very excited to meet up with all of the amazing technology companies. If there's something you want me to learn about, to interview, I'm hoping to find a bunch of new, really cool tech companies to do some interviews with to pass along some of this information uh, that I'm going to be inundated with Tomorrow, so lots of fun things going on. We do. I was gonna try and put out a roundup this past week, and it just didn't come together. I've got a good portion of it ready to go. I'm so excited this Thursday, uh, which is my 16th wedding anniversary. Well, I mentioned that on this show. We uh, we're gonna put on a new Music City Roundup, and we're really really excited about it. And then on Friday. We're going to be talking with Ben Powell, and he is over at the Fable Lounge, and that was a really fun interview. Uh, I'm really excited to put this out there for you. So we've got uh, three new shows for you this week, and I'm still threatening to put out the Anthony Bourdain episode where we talk all about uh, Anthony Bourdain's book, Kitchen Confidential, which was really, really good. Please follow me on Instagram. Go to Brandon underscore NRR where I posted about the Titans debacle today and Taylor Luan and how he absolutely owned everything. Um, good stuff. I'm posting there all the time. Find wherever you're listening to this podcast. Please click the subscribe button and like it. Leave us some good reviews. We certainly appreciate that. And um, Let's jump in right now with Erin Mosso. She's the owner over at Sharpier's and uh, I think it's time to go on brand. So excited to welcome back to our on brand. This is Erin Mosso. She's the owner of Sharpier's Bakery. What's going on, Erin?
2: Hello, everyone. Uh, not much is working.
1: Just working. <laughs> Continuing to celebrate 35 years of selling Nashville's finest restaurants, fresh baked bread delivered six days a week. You guys are busy over there.
2: We're very busy. Things have obviously picked up a lot in the last, you know, couple of months. Back to normal. Love,
1: love to hear That now, tell me something. My wife is venturing into being like a, uh, a vegetarian. We're trying to do vegetarian Mondays, meat-free Mondays, mm-hmm. and the whole vegan lifestyle. Do you guys do any like vegan bread? I know it's all vegetarian, but is it vegan also?
2: Yes. A lot of our breads, I mean, just bread by nature is easily vegan. You know, your simplest breads, like a baguette, it's just, you know, flour, salt, yeast, and water. Um, a lot of breads like rye a ciabatta, anything like that is already vegan. Um, sourdoughs are vegan, but we're also working on, you know, making some more products, taking out something that's not necessary like a whey powder or milk powder, um, to make a fluffy vegan hamburger bun, to make different rolls, um, Vegan hoagies, so we have a lot of things. There's a lot of restaurants, even though they're not a vegan restaurant. It's easy if their bread is vegan, so that way, their customers have that choice. Um, you know, when when they're ordering,
1: that's amazing. I, I was just thinking about that today. I was like, I wonder if they do vegan bread because there's I didn't know if butter was part of it or milk powder. So that that answers that question. Now, one of the big things I've seen, we've got this new place, Gumbo Bros. That's open. Last year, the guys from Pelican and Pig did a whole pop-up where they did po boys. It's mm-hmm. a Philly thing in Bellevue. They're doing Philly cheesesteaks. There's all these different signature breads. I know they buy, I think it's called an Omaroso roll. There's yeah. a Lingheimer. What's the, type of, what's the type of bread they make? Longheimer. Lienheimer. Yes. There's Lahn another Lahn. one, too. What's it called?
2: Uh Toronto roll.
1: Toronto. So these people are literally bringing in bread that is frozen from these areas. If, can you make those style rolls and can you get them to people fresh instead of being frozen?
2: Absolutely. You know, I, I know a lot of sandwiches that are city and regional specific people are very particular about the ingredients, the way, you know, the way it's made, because if you have somebody come, they're going to say, this isn't right. You know? Um, What I will say, and while those bakeries are sort of iconic and and make a great product, I think that if you could get a very similar product that was made four miles away, it's gonna make up for any tiny inconsistency where it may not be exactly the same. I just, yeah, I I think it would be a good idea.
1: And you know, one thing that we've learned throughout this pandemic is that we wanna support local and you obviously (laughs) live here, you've been in business locally for 35 years. When you can send your money off to another city or through a broadliner to bring you frozen product, which <clears throat> the money is just going to, it just leaves. People are supporting your local business and then you're sending it off to another city. <laughs> Whereas here, when you are a locally owned and operated business and you support right. another locally owned and operated business, you're keeping it here. Your employees live here. Everything you do, you're putting back it back in into natural. our economy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, I just, I find it amazing sometimes that people will say, You need to support local, support local, but we buy our bread from <laughs> a Broadliner and it's frozen from out of a different state when they easily could buy it from you and the pricing is comparable.
2: Yeah, and I think that they don't think about that. They think that it has to be from that specific place, you know, because they're building the sandwich. But my dad worked in New Orleans and he, he worked at some of those Boy factories. So we have a pretty good facsimile and um, we can work to make, make you happy
1: about it. So it was- if I was one of those places and I wanted to try your bread, do you could I call you at 615-356-0872 and request samples?
2: Absolutely. We love to give out samples. We love to give people tours of the bakery, um, show you what we've got, talk about the bread, taste it. Yeah, absolutely.
1: You're amazing. Um, so if you're out there and you heard any of this and you're like, hey, that makes a lot of sense. These guys on Nashville Restaurant Radio are making sense. <laughs> we're We're local. We want to support local, continue to support local. You have hundreds of customers who right now currently do just that. Mm -hmm. I know you're very appreciative of them. But if you're out there and you want to support a local bakery, give her a call. 615-356-0872. Or you can check them out at Sharpiers.com. That's C-H-A-R-P-I-E-R-S.com. Follow them on any of the socials and they're posting different stuff on their website. You can see pictures of all the different breads they have. I think you have over 130 different types of breads. It's not yeah. all hamburger buns and dinner rolls. Right. You're a lot.
2: Yeah. And we don't even have all the pictures online. Just let us know what you're looking for. We can make it.
1: I love it. Well, Aaron, thank you so much for joining us today and I uh, wish you yourself. nothing but the best of luck and success.
2: Thank you. Have a wonderful afternoon. You too.
1: Bye. All right. Thank you so much, Aaron. We just love having you on our show. Let's jump in with our guys from East Side Bowl. Yeah. Super excited today to bring in Chef Crib, Jamie and Chark from East Side Bowl. What's going on, fellas?
3: Hello. Yeah, man. Bowling.
1: bowling. That's what's going on. <laughs> bowling. And and not only bowling, you have like a hyper bowling. Is that what it's called?
0: That is correct. Yeah.
1: What what is can we just what is hyper bowling to start off with?
0: Sure. Uh, sure. It's a uh, it's a new concept that uh, AMF uh, came out with uh, a couple of years ago. They spent a, several years uh, in R and D designing this thing, and it basically takes regular bowling where you've got all the gutter balls, and that takes the fun out of the game. They've uh, they've got these bumpers that pop up, and they're reactive like pinball machine bumpers,
1: mm-hmm. and uh,
0: they're, they're LED lights that run back and forth uh, down the bumpers. Uh so you aim for certain colors that are are constantly moving, and those different colors are different point multipliers. So it allows you to get you know a a higher score, there's no gutters involved, and uh you know you can have three people that bowl all the time and one person that doesn't, and it's more of an even playing field because everybody's aiming for the bumpers. I love that. Yeah, it's the same handicap for everybody. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I love yeah, that. I'm always the one with the bumpers. Like I need, my husband makes fun of me all the time, but I need them. I'm like anything sports related. I'm so bad at. So I always hate <laughs> bowling because I'm, I'm like the one loser over there. So this sounds like more in my
1: alley. I'm like the hyper male mm-hmm. guy. I have like my own bowling balls and my own shoes and I get there and people are like, I don't want to play against this asshole. And so it's like a, Hey, if we're gonna go out and have some drinks and have some fun, then this is your, this is your game, right? Well, that sounds I, awesome. It, it put, puts a whole different perspective,
5: you know, because you're trying, you can get a lot more points. You're trying to bounce your, it's like playing pinball. Like you said,
3: it is the, yeah. the game moves along fast and there are like 12 levels. So as you start moving up in the levels, different lights light up, there are different point generators, it's
0: really cool, and 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 everybody throws one ball, so the game moves. Yeah, there's no spare to pick up. It keeps moving, and there's another, like, when you get through those 12 levels, there's another set of levels, Hyper Bowl Pro, right?
3: right. and yeah. that
0: goes out. I don't know where the hell it goes from there, but uh, <laughs> it goes somewhere. So it's, it's pretty and crazy. That, that. That's, a, that's, a,
3: that's a dark and uneasy... <coughs> uh, that combo. takes a certain amount of
0: tequila
1: to get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, at some point, do the pens just, like, levitate and... Shit just gets weird. We've heard.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can we talk about the actual bowling balls, too? Because I stalked your Instagram today, and they look like the balls from Pool.
0: That's correct, yeah.
4: So cool.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, and that also tells you the weight, because that's uh, – Oh. Gotta, they they start up at six. For, for kids, there's like six, sevens, and eights. And, of course, you go, it goes all the way up to, to fifteen.
4: Gotcha. So, I, th- I just thought it was a really cool design element. I like that there's like functionality behind it too.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's something that, you know, you don't really see it that often or at all. And uh, that's, again, one of the early decisions we made here to to try to take everything that we're doing and do it differently, you know, to where it doesn't look like your normal bowling alley. Nothing about the place looks like, no, nothing about the place looks normal anyway. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just, it's, it's, it's why it's, I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One uh, of
3: the earliest calls we made. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So it's uh, it, it, there's a lot of it, the place makes a statement when you walk in. Yeah, I
1: I can't wait to see it. Let's go back to how you three got together. I know, Crib, you've been a chef here in Nashville for a long time. Uh, back to I remember you back at the Boundary. Then, gosh, we've I've seen you all over town for a long time. Jamie, you were at the the Family Wash. Mm-hmm. And Chark, you have a long history um, from just obviously being a musician here in town. And then you were one of the owners over at uh, the cannery and the Mercy Mercy Lounge, Lounge, the High Lot.
3: And you famously
1: said, I'm done.
0: I did. Yeah, I said that. I, uh, yeah, I swore I would never open another music venue again because it's just, it's such a terrible way to make a living. It's just most horrible job a person could have. Why do you say that? um, Let me see this venue. It's (laughs) fucking awesome. It's great. Uh, (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, I I just, I was burned out, man. I mean, I'd had like 12 years uh, in that all the way from building out the mercy starting in 2002 till the day I sold it, you know, right at beginning of 2014. And uh, I was just done. So uh, I needed a break. I got that break. And then, uh, yeah. And then here we are getting ready to open up something new, but it's got a lot more to it than just a
1: venue, which is what I needed. So you found who you found the actual location. Was it you who somebody, did somebody call you and say, Hey, come check out this old Kmart. Like what, how did that happen?
0: We, we got here. I, I called the guy that owns the, the property. Uh, we, we had been down the road, uh, trying to rehab a, a different space. To do this in, and it just um, there's just a lot of roadblocks. It just wasn't working, uh, and bailed out of there after about nine months, and ended up here. And uh, and this uh this felt great from the moment we walked in. It was just a blank canvas, and uh, and we've made use of every square inch of space that uh, that we have. And more. And more. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
1: <Really. laughs> So tell us about exactly what you're going to have going on at the East side bowl. What is all the, the square footage going to be encompassed? You got four different spots in there, I believe. Yeah. So, so the east, we have yeah. five
3: really, uh, the East side bowl <coughs> is, is the umbrella in which is the building. Um, we have a diner that will open, um, in the morning at like seven o'clock in the morning and go late night. Uh, very, uh, very diner centric um, menu I wouldn't say very it is a diner centric yeah. menu with with many uh, favorites from my old places kind of thrown in which was kind of a nighttime diner although we couldn't make eggs uh, at least at the original one you know um, and, and and so that will kind of be you know one anchor for lack of a better word then we, we have a vid- Vintage, kind of across the lobby from the diner, um, we have a vintage arcade with pinball and vintage nice. video games and whatnot. Um, and then, uh, then of course, the lanes are kind of right in the center of the space, um, which is kind of um, uh, accompanied by this giant lounge, um, which we've mm. kind of tried. To, we, what we've tried to do is to make each environment kind of their own space, and each feel like you're in a different world, but still under the same roof.
1: Yeah, I guess yeah. for
3: a little bit better. And and then in back the venue, which is a whole other thing. So the 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 diner is where the uh, snack bar was uh, yeah. in the old Kmart, and our kitchen is actually their old kitchen except it's much bigger because we went into the actual snack let's bar. make sure
0: we state it's a brand new kitchen yeah. it's not back <laughs> bar kitchen by a long shot which your
3: friend Mr. Crib, designed and it was designed in, in, in a way that
0: when he got into the space he's
3: like all right guys you've got four different places that you're selling food to with really almost five you know so we've got to design this kitchen to be all hands on deck and be able to crank it out for all of those
5: places. Well, it can't be a shoebox in right. the back.
3: Yeah, it's got to be you know. a proper. So he designed it like a, like a commercial kitchen, pretty much. Um, and there's wow. a ton of space. It's very well ventilated. It's it's a, it's a it's it's a machine, really, is what he designed. Um, and, and and so that, that was kind of the idea. 1973, which is my partner chart's favorite year in, in music, uh, was kind of our North Star. And uh, and we're both very interested in mid-century modern, you know, architecture and whatnot. So it, it was kind of a no-brainer, really. And we I think what we've ended up with at least it seems like where the feedback is coming from is We've kind of gone from the sixties to the seventies with this thing. And and it's kind of that 30 years right there is kind of, is kind of all encapsulated in one way, shape or form in kind of the feel of the whole place. Most bowling centers you see now, you know, every there's video panels everywhere and the back wall, you know, beneath where the pins are below, all those walls have now become interactive, and it's screens and everything flashing all over the place. And we said, "Fuck that shit," and we made it. We made that back wall uh, with these old masking units, which were the units that covered the pin machines in the old days, so you didn't see all the mechanics. Yeah. So our whole line, when you walk in there, there isn't a on the back wall. There's not a video screen to be seen. And the only video screens we have on the lanes are basically for your scoring. And, and they flash and do all their nonsense and whatnot. But we really wanted to bring people away from screens and and, yeah. and, and all that and make it feel more like old school.
1: And what about the music venue? How many people will uh, can you fit in there? What What is your max capacity? So look, what are you envisioning?
0: The fire marshal hasn't hasn't weighed in on that yet, but the the architect just by figuring exits and you know square footage and whatnot, it's somewhere between seven and seven fifty. Oh wow. So and that feels right. I mean, because I, you know, I know I know what my old rooms held and I can see, you know, I, I can see how every you know how everybody groups together and how it's gonna be. So so uh I think that would be more of a standing room number for sure, you know, if we do reserved seating in the balcony, that'll obviously lower, but, um, but yeah, we'll um, tell them about, tell them about the,
3: the, uh, about the venue, because we, we kind of came up with, it's a yeah. very unique space.
0: Yeah, it's a, you know, it's, it, it's a rectangle, but uh, we've got a main stage at one end, that's uh, 40 feet wide and uh, 16 feet deep. But you know, out here, you'd have to you'd have to sell four to five hundred tickets a night to make that room look good from that stage. So uh, we put a smaller stage in on the short wall that plays towards the bar, and uh, and that way you could you know we throw some local acts in here and do hundred people, hundred fifty people, two hundred people, and you're playing to the wow. short room. And uh, and the, the the stages are curtained off, so they'll have curtains in the front of them. So when you curtain off the main stage. Your room suddenly got 16 feet shorter. So if you're playing the small stage, it's not this vast expanse, and uh, and you're just playing across the room to the bar. And there's a balcony also above the bar, so you can do some seats up there, or you could uh, just black it out. Uh, so there's multiple ways that we can make the room function depending on what the size of the, the act is. That's,
1: yeah. I guess if you, when when you come from your background, I mean you've with. The different you because you had three distinctly different places over there, yeah. and you could kind of turn this one room into a couple of those different sizes. So, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the, the high watt was a 275
0: cap room, mercy was 550, cannery ended up being 1100 by the time we tore the old stage out and uh and put the scaffolded stage in, and then the event space. Then we, we had the event space. Well, no, he didn't get married upstairs, oh, no. I, I didn't open that till 2012. Oh, right, right. Or so. yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, we had the, we, we redid the whole third floor and did another event uh, space up there.: so.
1: Yeah, we was we just referencing. I did my um, I met Chark 16 years ago. next week is the 16 year anniversary of my wedding, and we were the very first re- reception to be done at the cannery ballroom. You were building, when I got there, you were building out behind it. Like you had all these booths and all this stuff that none yeah. of that was done. It was like, yeah. this is going to be really cool at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> and it's going to be really cool at some point. When it's, it's finished. Just, uh,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. That that yeah. That was uh, that was an endeavor. That whole cannery, you know, I, I worked for forty five days straight from January first, two thousand five, through uh, Valentine's Day. Forty five days straight, no day off to build everything out down there. And I had help on like a few days from a couple of people, but everything down there I did. And it just, yeah, you know, the I was so burned out at the end of that. The first show we had, I'm like, I don't give a fuck, I'm out.
1: <laughs> Well, you were very, very kind to me. And you basically you. said, hey, look, we're gonna let you have it at a discount. And uh, I got to bring my own food in, you let me bring my own wine in. And then you yeah. said, let it, we just want to take pictures. And for like the next couple of years, all the pictures and all the wedding magazines were of your wedding. Were of, it was my <laughs> wedding. And, and yeah, I think it worked out really well for you, didn't
0: it? Yeah. It did. That, that space ended up becoming, I mean, quite honestly, it, it saved
1: us every year
0: during the summer because, you know, summer's touring season. You know, there's nobody playing clubs, everybody's out playing festivals. So yeah. we're sitting there, we're sitting there with this big ass room, completely dark nobody to play it. And, uh, and, and we did weddings every Friday and Saturday, we had weddings in there. We would turn that room over. And then once we had the upstairs, we were, you know, doing four at a time. And, uh, <sighs> it was uh pretty great. And sometimes oh, it would be weird because you're doing a wedding in the cannery. And then you've got like, we had, um, oh, we had some show at the mercy one time where everybody was dressed up like monsters or something. And, and then you've got like grandma and grandpa coming out of the cannery to wedding. to, to the porch. And then you've got these like monster people coming out and, and everybody was cool. And, you know, we would always warn them up front. It's like, well, the day you're booking your wedding, we've got like a monster's ball or whatever it is. And, and, you know, there's going to be some interesting meeting of people on that porch. But it was cool. People would always get their picture made with weird looking people. And it was just part of the scene when you, when you choose to get married at a, a bar, you know, things are going to get weird.
4: I went to a zombie prom there, like the first year I met what oh, it,
0: was, it was zombie prom. It was that's so wrong. fun. Well, she was, was there.
4: It was so much fun, and like I look back at that picture and I'm like, "Damn, my <laughs> makeup looked so good! It was so cool! I loved that."
0: Yeah, that, that's exactly prom. what that was—zombie prom.
4: Well, then, I, yeah, I was there. <laughs> <That's>
0: nice. <great. laughs>
1: Thank it's you for a your small opinion. world.
2: Oh, anytime.
1: <laughs> so, what are the inherent? What are the things? Chark, and I'll jump back to you. But just like with having a music venue, some of the stress is all of the crazy stuff that goes on. Um, what's it? What's it? What's it like? I mean, I've never. I don't understand the booking all of the bands and all of the writers and all the shit that comes with that. Do you deal with that, or do you have somebody else there that's going to be doing that? And do, how we'll often do you plan on having it. bands play?
0: Yeah, we'll have somebody here that does that. But but to your initial question, let me ask you a question. Do you like music? Do you enjoy I love,
1: music? I love music.
0: Well, if you owned a music venue, you would absolutely hate music. Music will become your worst enemy. It's your worst nightmare. Your ears will bleed every day from sounds that you didn't know existed, made by people you never wanted to meet. And then when you try to like go and listen to the one thing that would bring you joy, it's gone. It's a vast, empty space of nothingness. That's what owning a music venue is like.
1: <laughs> I have no, I have no, no response to that. <laughs> that
2: was, that was oh, there's
3: there's
1: <laughs> The diner is going to give relief
0: to that. Exactly. the be- The best thing about this venue is I never have to go in there unless <laughs> I really want to see a show. There's a bowling alley to hang out at. There's a diner to hang out at. There's pinball machines. There's a beautiful fucking lounge over there. That's got Amstel light in a bottle. Why go anywhere else? <laughs> <You're> <laughs> <set.
1: Love it>. <laughs> <laughs> so, Crib? Are you ex- have you worked, Crib? Have you ever done anything like this? Have where you're doing multiple restaurants at one time and a music venue? Are you excited about the whole prospect well, of this thing? Let's go back. Remember at the boundary we had uptown mix. Oh, I used to work that every every week. Every Wednesday, Wednesday nights,
5: every Wednesday, we had, you know, some
1: major acts that would come through. I used to go to yeah,
5: that every sorry. week.
0: That's back when I enjoyed music.
5: Awesome. It was, I, awesome. I it was you,
1: fantastic.
0: Yeah, it was great. Great.
5: So you had the, you had the food outside. You still had South street going. You still mm-hmm. had the boundary going, you know, you still had caterings going even. So yeah, it's okay. still, I've been involved in the circus for a little bit. And mm-hmm. it, you know, it, it can, you know, be wearing, but it could be a lot of fun. You just have to strap in because the carousel can go pretty fucking fast. Yeah. I mean, at. So you got, you know. You get so, busy. yes. But, you know, a lot of other people get dizzy. Yeah. Unfortunately, some of them work for you. Yeah. But, <laughs> you, you know, you just hold on and you keep it making making it fun and the thing is, you're making other people, a lot of other people happy and enjoying themselves and enjoying what they're eating. You know, even if they can't taste it or, you know, can barely walk. But still, I, I will, we're accommodating those people at their, you know, some of their <laughs> highest points in their lives.
1: And that's what we do.
5: It's kind of
1: it's service, kind of, damn it.
3: Exactly.
0: Or you throw them out when they get drunk.
5: Well, so you do that, too.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So I,
5: unfortunately, I would I would like to say that you take them in a back room and just kind of give them a nice talk and you know get them I'm going, sure. but now you got to get rid of them.
3: There's a. It's actually kind of funny because Crib is one of the first handful of people I met when I moved here in 1997, and then oh, wow. Chart was. And he stayed. Then I stayed. Yeah, a Yankee, nonetheless, (laughs) from from Boston, Massachusetts. But then Shark, I became friendly with when I opened the Wash in in two thousand one, because he was our two, because he was a a neighbor, you know. And we had a lot of the same friends, but we really didn't know each other up until that point in time. These guys, both natives, both from here, never knew each other. Yeah. Never met so so it, it, it's kind of one of my uh strange talents. It's not anything I hone or whatever, but i I am a bit of a connector, and I was
0: actually surprised that neither of them knew each other. I, I never went to the boundary or anything much i was I wasn't cool enough to go to the boundary. I was a gold rush guy. I was yeah. always hanging at the gold rush, see, which is where all I the agree, boundary
5: people would yeah, see the thing is, <laughs> when I was growing yeah.
0: up, I, you know.
5: I turned 18 when I was a senior in high school and you could still drink at 18 oh, yeah. then. Yeah, so years. I had fr- older friends that were bartenders at the Gold Rush. No yeah. problem. Yeah. The funny thing is the original wash was a buy right. Okay? Really? Yep. I lived, wow. I grew up in Inglewood. One of my, pretty much my first job, well, I was a busser, you know, and that was a whole different ball game. but my one of my real first jobs was taking care of produce and bagging groceries in that building. Wow. Wow. Yep. Okay. Mind
0: blown over here. I had no idea. You know,
5: well, that's the same way, you know, I was on a vegan culinary Olympic team, but I'm not vegan. So yeah. that kind of. You
0: know, well, I mean, what what's to know? What? You just throw some fucking grass in a cup and serve it. There it is. <laughs> Listen, it's
5: some really good taste of grass. I like I grass. Yeah, Um,
3: That's really and and, uh, you know and the other funny thing about that buy right is I believe David Briley's grandfather or somebody from his family owned that buy
5: right. They the property. Yes, Don Huffines was the actual operator owner. Okay, And and the Brileys,
3: his grandpa owned that building which I found out later because I'm, I'm uh, old friends with the Brileys. so
0: that's interesting. Uh, We're going back to like super ancient history. We are. It's now, I guess it is. <laughs> well, I think
1: that all of that kind of ties in with what you're doing and why it's so unique. Um, I mean, there's there's bowling alleys you can go to, but what you're doing is something that's super intentional that's kind of like a craft bowling alley mm-hmm. that's hyper local and um I, I don't think there's anything like it there's nowhere like it anywhere that's can no, have the bowling alley feel but completely different
3: it's also yeah. it's not a craft bowling alley like pinewood social is right that that's like that they're kind of very niche they've got six lanes whatever it's not it's not of course it's user friendly because you can go bowl there but it's not really like a, a place where Locals will go, right? It's kind of like high-end kind of thing. And this is opposite of that. This is this is like for everybody, right? And so we want to see families, but we also want to see rockers and we want to see artists and we want to see the gay and lesbian community. And we, we want to see our community, you know, yeah. and for everybody. So so we envision with all these different environments here that are that are flow in a day. It's just going to go everywhere, you know, from the morning and the early morning, you know, on the weekends with families bowling with kids to the late night after shows, you know, eating in the diner and throwing balls and hanging out. It's like it, it there's it, it, it appeals to everyone and people are like, oh, well, families be welcome there. Well, just like the family wash. It's like, yeah, of course, it's it's for everybody. It's not for any one person.
5: Well,
4: what that's like people? the. Oh, go ahead.
5: I was going to say it's just you know it's it's like the places that we like to hang out. Yeah. When, when we were young, I mean, or you know, even old. Well, the thing is, though, so, I mean, when I was in junior high school, I was going to Inglewood Eng- Bowling Alley, yeah. right next to Englewood Beaker,
0: yeah. which is no
5: longer there. Yeah. So you know, it's like now it's, this is a cool place that I can go revisit. And it's like really, you know, I'm thankful that they, you know, have it get me out of this Yeah, world. actually both of Not these yet. guys grew up here
3: on the East side. You know, I said too. yet. <laughs>
1: yeah. But yeah. you know what, it's funny because crib I see you and you have like like you you're kind of glowing, you're excited talking about this. Like this is something. Last time I saw you, I think you were at like whole foods. Was it Whole Foods I saw you last time? But like, you were like, you were here, you're doing your thing, but like, you're like in your element right now. This is like, this is like, I feel like this is like the perfect gig for you. Well, you know, I
5: like a lot of action. (laughs) And I like, you know, and I like being able to, you know, scare the shit out of people. You (laughs) know? very good at it. But at the same time, It's like one of those relationships where you get scared and then all of a sudden it's like, oh my, this isn't so bad. This is actually kind of cool. And these things don't taste bad at all. They actually taste pretty (laughs) fucking good.
1: Well, it's just a place where you can just be you and do your thing and, and like, hell yeah, let's go.
5: Well, I think it's one of the reasons why I'm, I was invited, you know, and so, like I said, I'm still here. They haven't kicked me out yet.
0: Well, a, a big plus you got going for you is, you know, I have no clue how to cook or turn on any of the equipment. I'm you
5: know, honored to work at a place that name is LSD. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, th-
1: your sound was kind of going out there. I heard something and you said, I'm honored to work at a place that has LSD. Uh maybe we need to correct that.
0: <laughs>
5: yeah, no, no, no no. What the did you the say? Nickname, the nickname. Okay. charts, Lane Side Diner. LSD. Yes. Okay. So, gotcha. You know, don't misconstrue, no. you know, I'm not talking about certain Anymore, things. It's just like, Lane what? Side Diner, you know. Of course. It makes sense. You break it down to you know, three letters LSD. Okay, oh, cool. hey. CLSD. Well, CLSD. But I think I personally, I just call
0: it charts LSD. <laughs> hey, Brandon. What's that? Hey, Brandon. hey man. Uh, I, I've actually got a a friend that showed. I had not seen him in years. So he's downstairs, so I'm I'm going to step out of here. But you got anything you want to ask me real quick before I bail?
1: Dude, no. I just I, I think it's fantastic what you're doing, and I'm excited to go. I I can see Southern culture on the skids coming there, and it being a, a fantastic show. And I'm, I, I'm excited to go check it out myself. We got
0: Southern culture on the skids, come? I don't know. I don't
1: you know. know. I don't you know. Need what's <laughs> no, you need
0: to. What are you saying?
1: Oh, a, in the field? Okay, yeah. I can I can just envision that there. I can see that whole vibe.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: I the, love I love the, the, the Southern the, culture.
0: You know, the, the, the floor will be you know primed and ready for you know buckets of chicken to get thrown off the stage and stomped on and all that a little better than the mercy floors for that. So that's that's cool. That's cool. Is
1: that something that, is that something like when a band does that, right? Where they do eight piece box and they start throwing fried chicken out as the owner. Are you like, what the fuck are you doing? Or are you like, Um, that's just all part of it.
0: Yeah. And I mean, you know, I don't mind the chicken. It's so much the glitter is what I hate. There's an absolute glitter glitter band at mercy lounge. And uh, it just glitters the worst fucking thing ever invented for anything ever and it's worse when you're going on, on a venue floor because it gets mixed in with spilt beer and sweat and then the mop doesn't get it all and then it gets covered in a layer of wax and it's, just, it's there forever it's there forever it
3: never goes away but uh,
0: glitter yeah we we had we finally instituted a policy where if we, we would charge them i think it was like 500 dollars if they brought in like a confetti cannon or glitter cannon and and you know and they thought we were bullshitting until settlement. So nope, taking that money out. Sorry, here you go. <laughs> and, uh, just don't the confetti.
1: We told glitter, you about the yeah. glitter. Yeah, it's just it's just bad. You hear that crib? No glitter. No glitter.
5: Uh, my world,
1: you don't have to worry about the glitter.
5: <laughs> <laughs> it's an unglamorous now, world. You know, like you know, you know, things yep. burning, flaming, flying across the room. There might be a you know. Shark, we could probably
1: talk to you for hours and hours and Bye. hours on stories. Great seeing you, man. Good seeing you. As we say goodbye to Shark, we're going to take a short break to hear from our sponsors. Hey, guys. We all know staffing is tough right now. And as a small business, it's hard to bring on staff if you can't offer insurance. This is where Complete Health Partners comes in for a fraction of the price of major medical. Offer your staff, teledoctor and local urgent care facilities at no cost to them. X-rays, stitches, drug tests, common cold and flu tests, and now they even have a mobile vaccine unit. They're actually looking for businesses to partner with to offer the vaccine at your location. So check them out at CompleteHealthPartners.com. Or visit them at www.nashvillerestaurantradio.com. Click the Sponsors tab and click on the Complete Health Partners. Or if you want to learn more, email them at Care at completehealthpartners.com. Trust 20 is the new standard of restaurant safety and diner comfort. Trust 20 Restaurants are part of a national network of restaurants that meet a high standard of cleanliness and safety, giving diners confidence in the measures you're taking to keep them safe. Trust 20 Restaurants receive expert guidance, operational resources, and benefit from diner-focused promotion on behalf of Trust 20 Network of Participants. So how do you get certified? It's easy. First, go to Trust20.co and request a certification appointment. Then a Trust 20 specialist will reach out and arrange a visit. The specialist conducts a 60-minute review and consultation according to Trust 20 tactics. If adjustments are needed, the Trust 20 specialist will provide guidance to assist. Now that you're certified, have peace of mind that you're doing everything you can to keep your restaurant safe and start enjoying the benefits of Trust 20 certification. Remember, visit trust20.co to request your certification appointment today you know that i've been telling you about Neat mixology now for several several weeks and i'm telling you guys you need to jump on this right now i love having them come every single week doing the inventory going over it with me running those variance reports they're working on algorithms they help us do our orders they're just amazing they're working on drink menus for us and now they're going to start to come he just mentioned a couple weeks ago that they're going to start doing a buying co-op where you guys can all jump in there and they're going to have 105 restaurants they're going to potentially be able to negotiate down pricing i mean somebody's been it's been forever like somebody should have done this and jordan williams and his passion project at neat mixology is doing just that so you want to learn more Check him out uh, It's 615-973-4511. That's how you get a hold of Jordan. He will send you everything you need, but go check him out at WECNashville.com or follow him on the Instagram. Follow him on the Facebook, anywhere you can at Neat Mixology. They're doing amazing things in their Founders 55 program. I think they're almost done. There's just a couple spots left, and it's $500 a month for Almost all of this for the first parts. They'll do the, your inventory, they'll do your bar order, and create your drink menu. $500 a month, that's for the first year. That's $3 an hour if you're hiring a bar manager to do that. If you can't afford a bar manager, or you are an owner or a general manager, and you're counting inventory every week, give Jordan a call. Again, that's 615-973-4511. We are here. Um, so, no, this is just... I. I learning about what you guys are doing, why you're deciding to do it. And October 1st is the day. Are you doing anything special for the grand opening?
3: Um, you know, we're still working out grand opening stuff. Um, and, and and we've been slowed down on, on, a, on a bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're trying to plow towards it.
5: Um, Imagine that, a so, restaurant where there's possible delay. Well, it's more than a restaurant.
2: Wow. No, there's
3: even so there are the restaurant delays and then there's the then there's the venue delays and then there's the it's the whole space. So well let's so, throw in a
1: delta variant and and yeah,
3: and you have that too. So I you know, we, we may not be ready for a grand opening on the first and you know, we've tried not to put dates on anything and that date kind of came around as a, a at a time where we saw a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, so I would say early October, we'll probably, you know, be able to open the doors, but we're probably gonna save the grand opening for later at, at towards the end of the month. Um, and uh, and we, we've got a bunch of things being planned here anyway, towards the end of, um, uh, of the month of October. So, if, you know, we're- Can you tell us about any of those things? Not yet, <laughs> but we 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 have we we booked some things. Um, I can not tell you about one. We do have an, some events coming uh, this month uh, during AMA, uh, and so uh, MOT WMOT is going to uh, do some some uh, showcasing during the day uh, at the beginning of AMA and the, the 22nd, twenty second twenty uh, 4th and 25th, some daytime things. These are kind of members only, you know, MOT uh, members only events. Um, not sure if you'll be able to buy a ticket. Uh, there'll definitely be some invites, but again, that we're, we're getting, uh, the small stage together for that. So that is going to happen. Then there's also another event, uh, with, uh, a company out of Austin called Otter Music, who have a streaming uh, technology where you can stream, where you can do a three-camera shoot with like a second upload uh, time uh, from from any iOS device, so iPads and phones. So we're we're partnering with them. They're going to be one of our partners in in the live room uh, where that's how we're going to
5: stream when we do streaming shows. That's that when, when we I get to fly across the room in the cherry picker. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. I thought so.
3: Or, or, a, to see that. or a certain uh, uh, track, possibly. Well, I got to practice. Yeah. Well, you know. Um, so, uh, so that's kind of where we're at. So, I don't, I, I, don't know that that uh, we're, we're we're working towards October first. There, there's a giant possibility we might not be ready for that, but, um, but so I would, I would say, you know mid-October, we'll we'll have kind of, we'll we'll turn the open sign on, as Chark puts it. you know, because people have been asking him forever, when are you guys opening? When's it opening? When's it opening? When's this? And And, you know, he, also, the other thing with Chark is he's the general contractor on this whole project. So he's coordinating every contractor team. He's got his own guys that he's done stuff over the years with, from a painting crew to a Construction crew to a plumbing crew, um, and he's working with other. We have an electrical contractor we're working with. We have a low voltage guy, low voltage company we're working on. We're working on some, you know, audio stuff for the just throughout the space, you know. So there's wow. there's a lot of there's a lot of and air
5: traffic controlling.
3: So on the so, ground, yeah. So what Shark's been saying for a long time now is, when are you gonna open? He's like. You know what? When I pull that open sign on, that's when we're opening.
1: <laughs> that's when you'll know.
3: So, so we are very close, and and every day gets us closer. Today, the the mirrors started going up behind the the, the lounge bar. Uh, we have this mar uh, a kind of gold veined old school uh, mirror behind the bar, which is just sick. And uh, that started today, but it's a lot of pieces. You know, it's going to take. Probably the rest of the week till it's all the way Plus up. Plus, we got
5: to do some test kitchen stuff. We haven't even jumped in the kitchen. I yet. mean, so you know, it's kitchen. like, it's not like the truck pulls up and here we go. So we got to, you know. And now we're, now we're finding like, as far as the food goes, like we, we had our
3: test kitchen order come in uh, yesterday and there are things on the order that we might, that hopefully we'll see next week. But we don't know, so there's like all this weird supply stuff that we've been aware of all these things because we've we've felt it at some points. But it's like until you actually send the order through, it's like, oh yeah, we'll give you this, this, and this, but we don't have any of this.
1: (laughs) Who are you buying your food from? We're working with Cisco. Nice. Yeah. They have a brand new facility over there. We're working
5: with them on you know mainstay stuff. Sure. But we're working with local people, you know, we're doing as much of that as we can, you know, as far, even as far as like a lot of the meats that we're going to be using are going to be, we're working with, you know, different, uh, there are different companies or not companies, but different farmers that have formed a co-op and they are in, in Tennessee and in Kentucky. Um, we're going to, be farming out, you know, more as, as we get going first, we got to, you know, we got to get going because their seasons, you know, their cycles are different. we got to start lining up with them. So everything is start coming together. Once we oh, know, what our dude, dude, dude Yeah. Hey, when we're ask at, you, you know, as Chark says, turn, the, the open sign. On. Yeah, so there's a lot to do. There's a lot of moving parts, not only with the construction, just there's a lot of moving parts, Getting the ingredients that we want, not just what we can get, but what we want. There's two. That's two different things. So we're going to hold on to our principles and what we said we were going to do and get as close as possible and then be Exactly that
1: plus more.
5: I mean, yeah, you know, there's a lot of I mean, that sounds awesome. And there's not enough people to freaking do it right now. Right. Yeah. And so, so how's your hiring going? Better, better than uh, we had
3: felt about, uh, you know, two months ago. Um, okay. we, we actually had our first trainings this week with our front of house people. And on Monday, uh, AMF was here all week. They, they're here till tomorrow to train us and train our staff. And uh, uh, we were expecting 11 people on Monday, which was their first day here. And we had 19 people show up. That's great. So, so what, you know, and, and and so, so far things are looking better. Our, our kitchen, kitchen staff's a lot trickier, but we've got, um, you know, a, a, a good handful of people, um, some experienced, some not, or some so if of the
1: people, people. If I got people right now that are listening that are watching this or listening to this, going, God, that place seems so freaking cool. It's exactly the kind of thing I want to be a part of. Who do I have them contact? How do I have them get a hold of? They just call Michael Cribb. Oh uh, no. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Do not have them call Michael Cripp, please. We want them to work here. <laughs> Do you have an HR department? Is there a website that they can um, go to? I have
5: yeah, the we, first line, okay, of, uh, of you know them in being impacted. The, they can go so to in, info info at
3: eastsidebowl.com is oh. is one oh jobs at eastsidebowl.com is the way okay. to go. Um, Excellent. And, and, uh, and we're here all the time. So, um, you know, we have had people stop in, um, and, uh, and, and, you know, word of mouth is, is really been a great thing. I think what happens when people actually come here and see the space and especially for kitchen people, they walk into the kitchen and they're, I would say overwhelmed would be an underused
5: word because
3: well, nobody's really seen anything like that.
5: Well, they, you know, like I said, it's, you know, it's not a, it's not a closet. It's not, you know, a mock closet in the back where, you know, people are like, you know, screaming at you to perform, you know, like you're wearing a thorny crown. And you turn wine into water, yeah. you know, every day, you know, instead it's a functional, spacious
1: working environment air-conditioned very (laughs) Oh, see that's a big one for a lot of people air-conditioned is good
3: very air-conditioned and 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 the ceilings are 12 feet high and so it's very open yeah um um uh, actually you know the the way the air moves in there is very uh comfortable for people um and and there's a lot of space so people aren't right on top of each other so in in covid world it it it's really a a a really nice and spacious space um uh, you know we put our dish room we made a dish room so that so the line people and the dish people who constantly fight all the time and are pissed off at each other they're they're in their own environments they're 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 separated Mm -hmm. um and, and and, and their spaces that they work in are set up in such a way where they can get shit done quickly and efficiently.
5: Um, well, and, they cannot actually operate comfortably, mm-hmm. you know, once again. You know, and they've had they had people say, oh, you don't need that much space for a kitchen. You, don't, you know, oh, it's <laughs> way too much, way too big. But the thing is, those people aren't looking at the big picture. You know, I got a bowling alley to think about. I got a music room to think about. I got music companies and and other corporations buying the room out, buying the place out. You know, so uh, it's not going to come out of a shoebox. It's got to come out of a machine that operates, has the room to operate and can be manipulated to do what we need it to do. So that's what I along with these guys saying, oh, that looks good. So, okay, And then I'm like, take it apart. And so we took it apart and we put it back together and we took it apart and we put it back together. And then we, you know, we have yeah. what we have. Yeah,
3: you guys really need to uh, get your eyes on it. You, you, you need to. Yeah, i love to see it. it
4: yeah, we're excited. To-
3: you, you need to come and actually put your eyes on it because, you know, we can't. The pictures and, and talking about it really. It is a whole other thing than actually being in the space and 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 getting into the environments because it's really like no, nowhere else and there's been a lot of care in in the crews in the contractors that have done the work that everybody you know they're all very they are all artists you know from the painters that have that have gone above and beyond the challenges we throw out them like Hey, this diner. We want this diner to be a 1958 Les Paul Goldtop. Can you do that? And they're uh, like, no. uh, "Yeah, okay." <laughs> and they did. <laughs> you know, so it's like there. There was a lot of. Um, it, it's been a very collaborative experience with all these different crews and contractors, and and you know, I mean, our operations manager came out of our 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 construction crew. And, and we we didn't even know he was a very experienced and awesome hospitality operations manager right in our midst that hadn't done it for a while but like and and he just jived with us right away He's right here. He's <laughs> Scott hi <laughs> Scott. So, um, hi, Scott. It, it's been a it's been a very uh, neat uh, 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 collaborative uh, experience here for everybody I think you know I don't want. Talk for other people, but I'm I'm really impressed with the the artistic uh, input that we've got from all the people that came in and contracted here. The electricians, the, the, their work is insane. You'd look at at some of this stuff and you're like, "Wow, man! It's like it's impressive."
1: And to do all of this through a pandemic, yeah, I mean, it's just an and, extra and, added.
3: And, and so, ironically, uh, you know, this whole thing you know, and Chark talked about this earlier, but moving into this space when we did, it was in December of uh, 2019, I think, or November or something. And, you know, we we basically started doing demo work here early on, late 2019, early 2020. And, uh, and, and we had a demo permit, so we did all this work, but, you know, when the pandemic hit, There was some structural work that needed to happen. And they were able to come in here. It's just a big, empty Kmart and do this work. So we had people working in here, but we were able all to be safely apart, you know, and spread so much that you've got steel workers putting up, you know, 30 foot, 40 foot runs of beams, you know, while you've got a small crew of guys in the back, you know, knocking down walls or. Putting up, you know, uh, joists or whatever, um, and so and and in all of this, even even to this day, there was nobody on any of our crews that got sick.
1: That's great. That's incredible.
3: You yeah. Now, now it happened. I can't. Later on, there were some people that you know <laughs> that were, that oh. did get sick, but but nobody got anybody else. Nobody got sick. Mm-hmm. It's really it's really kind of so it shows you the you know the that that is partly because of the scale of this of this space you know 33,000 square feet or whatever
4: yeah huge
5: yeah
1: well guys we just want to say i it's great to talk to you it's great to um, to learn a little more about what you guys are doing i can't wait to come in and see it um, please i will i will what's that i said please
0: Oh, yeah, well, no, I can't
1: wait. Come in. Yeah, I can't wait. I love, I love bowling. I love. I want to see the whole vibe in there. I can totally feel it. Picture. It. I want to see a show in there. It sounds yeah. just absolutely gorgeous. Thanks for coming on the show today. One of the things we do with all of our guests before we let them go is we like to give you the uh, Jerry's final thought. You get to take us out, so you get to talk. We're talking to the the restaurant community of Nashville. Whoever's listening. I have no idea, but, um, whatever you want to say, as long as you want to say it, I love to put people on the spot with this, uh, take us out. Whatever you got. I got one. Uh,
3: if you like shepherd's pie and you're fond of the old days of East Nashville nostalgia, you will find that shepherd's pie right here at the Eastside Bowl in
5: shark's lane side diner otherwise known as lsd (laughs) the other thing you know it's fun it's going to be fun yeah it's going to be good yes and you know and people are going to feel welcomed and it's going to be like it's going to be you know like you're on your own little trip actually You know, I mean, the whole place looks like you're in some kind of other world. And I can't think of any better thing right now than being some other fucking world (laughs) that, you know, you'd like to be in. And, you know, everybody treats you well, feed you some good food, take you to play some games, listen to some music, roll some balls. What else do you need?
1: I can't think of it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. Yeah. Thank you guys so much this for joining us so today. Yeah, I I know Jen's just sitting over here, just like cracking up. Like you guys all together playing off each other has been just a blast.
4: Yeah, that's nah. so fun. We always get like one person. We never get three that know each other so intimately and like work so well together. So that was fun.
5: Well, well really for we fun. don't know each other
1: at all.
4: <laughs> Why well, you holy like holy each other?
1: I said <laughs> <laughs> I've only known Crib for twenty three years, <laughs> twenty four years. I have felt the same. Me, me yeah. too. Yeah, it's good dude man. I'm excited for you guys. Can't yeah, wait to excited. see it. Have a wonderful day.
5: Anytime, you <laughs> know.
1: Big thank you to everybody who worked behind the scenes to make that interview happen. I know Jen and I had a ton of fun interviewing them. They were kind of towards the end there, like it was fun just listening to them kind of talk together. I've put a couple clips out on YouTube uh, from this. If you want to go watch those, please go to our YouTube channel and subscribe. We hope that you guys are being safe out there. We'll have lots of content hopefully coming to you from FS Tech and uh ben powell can be there on friday all new roundup coming up be safe y'all wear a mask get vaccinated love you guys